Welcome to the Get Busy Podcast, presented by the University of Guam and the School of Business and Public Administration and the Bank of Hawaii Center for Entrepreneurship and Innovation. Join us today as we talk to innovators, entrepreneurs, and socially conscious change makers about their challenges and solutions to help guide you in starting or growing your business or side hustle. Be inspired. My name is Holly Rustic. I'm here today. I'm the program manager at University of Guam, the School of Business and Public Administration, Bank of Hawaii Center for Entrepreneurship and Innovation. And I'm super excited to be here today with Stroll Guam. Thank <laughs> so, you for the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming on the podcast. We're also on YouTube Live right now. So just thanks for coming down to the center and just, and this is your second time. Here. Yeah, this will be my second time, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. awesome. My first. Your first, okay. So, and this is kind of like a follow-up because I know you've had a lot of developments as well. Mm -hmm. But before we go into that, I just want to introduce these gentlemen. Um, so, we have Amit here. Hey. Yay. Sanch Dev. Sash Dev. Sash Dev, okay. Amit Sash Dev, there we go. And you are the CEO, the founder of Stroll, mm -hmm. um, and you are a music producer and audio engineer uh, by trade, and you graduated from Los Angeles Recording School. Yeah. Um, you're looking to build the tech ecosystem on Guam and help collaborate with aspiring upcoming entrepreneurs especially tech entrepreneurs. And that's super exciting. It's what we're about here at the center as well. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw recently where we've been doing a lot of 3D printing workshops. Oh, wow. So yeah, I would love to you know coordinate that somehow too, but a lot of different tech. So yeah, super excited mm -hmm. to have you here. Thank and you. Yeah, so. Appreciate and now, it. Yeah, sorry? I said appreciate being here. Absolutely, yeah. And then we also have Joe, um, Matteo, and you're an alumnus of Father Duenas, but also of UOG. Yes. So super cool that you're in the house here. You graduated with a Bachelor's of uh, Business Administration with a focus on entrepreneurship. Correct. So you've been in this room before. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Um, and upon graduating from UOG, you began your career in the financial field as a financial planner yes. at First Command. Mm -hmm. um, and it was during that time that you realized your love for number crunching and solving puzzles with respect to financial analysis. Mm -hmm. Which is funny because before we got on live, we were just talking about that with the book Profit First and yeah. envelope theory with cash and all that fun <laughs> stuff. So um, no surprise there. Yeah. So after working for two years with a firm, you got a job as a COO, so the chief operations officer and finance officer with Stroll Guam. Yes. And you said it's like your year anniversary? Yeah. Pretty well, much, yeah. Uh, in, uh, at the end of this month, it'll be one full year. Okay, Stroll. with Stroll Guam. Oh, mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay, and then you're, you've since reworking with the company, you've revamped the business plan, Stroll's valuation numbers, and helped secure the second round of investment for Stroll. Yes. So I'm super excited to talk about that partnership, that collaboration, mm -hmm. and just to kind of talk about your business a little bit more because, you know, the S, now it's really becoming an icon on Guam, mm -hmm. um, and it's just really cool to see people are like, yeah, it works really well. Because on Guam, we don't have Uber, right, mm -hmm. per se, that brand, but we do have the opportunity then for using um, a similar system, especially with our very inadequate, I should say, public transportation system, mm -hmm. right, and the high cost of taxis, extremely high. So I love that you started Stroll Guam, Amit, and that you're able to, like, really change the whole trajectory for transportation on Guam. And yeah, so we just really want to see like how it's been. So if you could just talk about it a little bit, like sure. So um, last year we brought uh, Joe came on board to the team, and 
he provided a lot of value and I feel we were at a point where in order for us to continue to grow and make progress I knew that I had to bring someone on board who had the expertise uh, the people skills but especially with a strong uh, background in finance mm -hmm. and so Joe and I have been really good friends for a long time yeah, so it, it yeah so it all it just all started with um, I was going through what you could say is our first round mm -hmm. of investment it, it got that far to where okay we you could say we passed our proof of concept stage so we knew okay what we're doing is working we have the numbers to back it up mm -hmm. and with Joe coming along he really helped us develop our business plan really sharpened up our projections where we're going and from then you know we grew 90% in in one year in rides and sales wow. and now we're averaging about 2500 rides a week mm -hmm. uh, no a sorry lot. a month 2500 okay. a month that's a and, lot though that's really good and mm -hmm. you know we're continuing to grow we have advertising coming out soon next month with address we have plans to do our food delivery so there, there are a lot of things coming up, and then I know Joe can touch on, you know, how it was yeah. coming onto the team. So, um, well, first off, like we have a lot of this whole year uh, going forward, and next year is very exciting. Like we have a lot of uh, new builds, app builds that we're doing, uh, and it's going to launch new revenue streams for us, which will, you know, increase our bottom line uh, in in a great way. Um, but the way I came on board was. Uh, Ahmed had approached me um, about helping him get his evaluation done and, and seeing where we can go and what the potential of Stroll can eventually get up to, right? Because like you said, the proof of concept was there, it was working, so uh, I kind of just played around with the, some of his numbers. I showed him his projections, like, hey, this is what could happen. I had no relation to Stroll whatsoever before that. It's just uh, like friends. Yeah, 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 just, you know, uh, uh, I'll, I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine, right, you know? Right. Uh, actually, before Stroll even started, we used to get together every Friday night, me, him, uh, my brother, and uh, a good friend of ours, his name is Doug. And every Friday, we'll just, you know, we'll crack a couple bottles, mm -hmm. you know, and, and really and really talk about how we can better our lives, mm -hmm. whether it's uh, through business, whether it's, you know, personal relationships, whatever the case may be. So, like... The idea of surrounding yourself with people who are like-minded uh, really shows that if you really stick around with those that group of people, you can go far. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. And then the opportunity came yeah. uh, to where he asked me to help him with projections. You know, again, I played around with his numbers, uh -huh. and I showed him. I was like, "Hey, man, there's a real big business out there. There's big business. There's a lot of money to be made if if you follow this strategic plan and you know go on and so forth and since then we followed it we grew the 90 percent i mean i can't directly attribute the 90 percent to me being there but i can say that you know i helped the company grow uh, right. at a pretty fast rate and then just looking at the numbers we've done in the past two months it's looking like we're going to average another 25 to 30 percent growth per quarter wow. so mm -hmm. yeah it's, 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 it's really it's really exciting and is that a lot is is it just getting the, the name out there, getting people to use it, because it really it's a, it's a behavior shift too, mm -hmm. right? To actually mm -hmm. have people utilize, download an app, and it's yeah. new to Guam, right? So, mm -hmm. like, is there a, motion, like a movement to help with that? Is that what you guys are targeting? Yeah, or? I mean, I, I'd say there is a behavior shift, you could say, but what I look at it is people are exposed to this concept worldwide. You know, yeah. if you, you go to the Philippines, you'll see Grab. If you go to the States, you'll see Uber and Lyft, right? And so... I think it would be pretty naive for us to believe that this global concept will never 
be here and have no effect and people wouldn't want that same type of service and conveniency. Mm -hmm. And I think also with what we're doing is I, I tell people is we have to look at both bases. So of course our riders are our customer base, but we also look at our driver base, mm -hmm. right? And so in terms of creating demand, you could say when it comes to marketing, we have to be strategic where we don't create a certain demand that we cannot supply or have enough drivers for, right? So it's really a, um, I think of finding equilibrium for both. Yeah, it's almost like a seesaw battle, right? Mm -hmm. What we don't want to do is create too much of the, uh, too many people requesting rides and then we don't have enough drivers to right. facilitate the rides and then right. vice versa, putting too many drivers on the network and then not having enough people requesting rides yeah, to suffice. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, because then you'll just lose more money off of turnover costs with employees, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. So we, we try and we're, we're very strategic and everything that we do is mm -hmm. uh, premeditated going forward. So I mean, and it and it and it and it's shown, right? We mm -hmm. we've we've managed consistent growth in rides throughout uh, the weeks and the months. So I remember um, we were we were around 450 rides average a week, mm -hmm. and then we slowly grew that to 600 plus rides a week. Wow. And then um, you know, and there's 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 times because our target market is the, the military and the and the tourism, and then again we're trying to get the the food delivery to kind of cater to the locals, mm -hmm. um, but That's smart. when the when the when the when like the military ships come out, we see a huge spike in rides, right? So you guys are really mm -hmm. aware of what's going on. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, and, and yeah. we have to be because if yeah. we're not, then uh, we won't grow. That's, right. There's no way to sustain the growth if we're not constantly looking out at all the all the all the how do I say this? All the little variables that deal with how we need to grow. Right. So if we don't pay attention, then we're not going to grow. So That's really interesting. So even like with the United Marathon coming up or big mm -hmm. events like that, or you just know like, okay, July is a big market for tourism or whatnot. So you just, but even, mm -hmm. I mean, are you constantly uh, almost data mining to get the event information? And, you always. Know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> always. Like I tell everybody, you have to respect the data. Yeah. Right. And I think people want to dictate their actions based on what they feel maybe not what the data is telling them where you know joe will point out to me like hey this is what's going on this is what we need to do this is how we can double what we're doing this is a good projection and so i think by us really analyzing the data properly we're able to make good decisions moving forward mm -hmm. awesome and where do you find the data like do you have multiple sources or you know what I mean? Do you have like your, like I've got my tourism hookup? <laughs> well, we have, a, we have a backend website which controls everything on our, our backend so we can mm -hmm. see all locations, times of rides. Yeah. So all those data points we have in our backend. Mm -hmm. And then of course, you know, we, we, to find out like tourism numbers, we work with like GVB, get those statistics. But it's also, what I would say is just you have to go out there and experience. Like what, what I do at times is I'll drive through Tumon at certain times of the day to see what is the foot traffic activity. You know, things like that. So I think it's just applying the time and the effort and you can come up with a lot of data. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Yeah, and also a pretty interesting thing on our back end is like when a tourist books a ride, it's not in English, it's in either Japanese, Korean. And if it's not in Japanese, Korean, uh, their numbers, their, their, their area codes or their country codes will pop up and we're like, okay, we know that this person originated from this country. So like, and we know that uh, based off of our marketing tactics, uh, that we put like 
this much uh, focus into the Korean market and we've seen that this market grew 15% from the previous month or vice versa, whatever the case may be. And it's all about looking at the data, reverse engineering it to actually what we did during the month to see what was most effective. Mm, and, okay. and, and then that's how we kind of pick and choose like which is the certain routes that we need to take in certain months, right? right. And we're still developing everything going forward. I'm, I'm not going to say Stroll's perfect because right. uh, we're not. And, and to think that we're perfect is, you know, naive. Uh, so we need to constantly improve uh, and the day we get content with where we're at is the day we'll lose right. so the goal is to never be stagnant never be never plateau right. we need to constantly grow and grow and grow and grow mm -hmm. and, and be able to facilitate that growth properly in order to move forward yeah because we're looking for a stroll to be where you could say a super app where people right now are seeing the ride sharing aspect of it that's what I say like start level one mm -hmm. but of course we're going to be bettering our food delivery with a pos system inside the app that you would see in like a grab food or uber eats uh you know we have plans for like getting into grocery delivery and even something i've been thinking about is digital payments right so there's there's what a lot to, i'm sorry what do you mean to digital payments digital payments being that we could be our own payment processor to where uh, we either call it stroll pay or a stroll credit where um, when you go into a business, instead of swiping a card, you can just scan the app. And then that also is another way for the business mm -hmm. to, um, you know, take payment. Oh, that's really cool. I like grocery delivery, too. Mm -hmm. That's really popular, I know, in the States right now. But, I mean, it's so nice, especially, like, I think um, my friend does it in the States, and she has a small baby. You know, and that works out great for mm -hmm. her because she doesn't want to pack up the baby and get, you know, find a parking spot, go shopping. You know, it's just better to have your your shop your groceries delivered mm -hmm. to you. So you know, we did a survey actually uh, a couple months ago, uh, and it was extremely favorable for for grocery delivery and food delivery, mm -hmm. uh, both respectively. Um, and it, and it was pretty dominating. Like eighty five percent of the people we surveyed, out of like the five hundred plus people we surveyed. Mm -hmm. Um, they said they wanted grocery delivery and food delivery. Then, you know, we kind of went even further into it and see what would what be, like, the first groceries we would. What are they? Uh, I, I, I don't know if you'll be surprised, but um, vegetables is one. Oh. And then beer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of beer yeah. to be delivered. It's pretty funny. But, like, you know, I mean, if we can cater to that, then, you know, yeah. well, why not? Right? Yeah. We're just giving the market what it wants. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, hey, that's what they're saying they want. Then why not, you know, why not Why not give it to them? Well, I mean, it's better than them if they're drinking and then driving to the store. Exactly. Get yeah. Right? Exactly. Like, I mean, and then if you get too that. drunk, right, then yeah. you just call the store and then... You know, the book vegetables. The, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and you know, and yeah. and we try to even out the way that we we gave out the survey. So we gave it to 50, 50 women, mm -hmm. uh, fifty men and fifty or not fifty 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 percent men, yeah, fifty yeah. percent women, um, and then you can kind of see where the, the scale tips when say most want beer and then <laughs> most want vegetables or whatever the case may be. Just different types of groceries. Right. Canned goods was popular, mm -hmm. um, but it was more so like uh, waters. Uh, sodas, oh, yeah. beers, you know, yeah. just beverages in general, right? Something pretty that. easy to, yeah. So it's it's great, you know. We're I mean we're we're our next build mm -hmm. will determine the timeline and when everything is going to happen. Mm -hmm. So the build we have going on right now is going to take about seven months. Mm -hmm. So hopefully before the end of the year, um, we'll have everything tested and then we'll be able to launch by uh, 2020, January 2020. Everything. Yeah. Wow. But our main focus right now in Something we're launching is uh, Addressed, mm -hmm. which is 
going to be, I feel, will change the face of advertising, especially here. Mm -hmm. And we'll be able to have, it'll, what it is, it's advertising screens in all the cars. Mm -hmm. But these advertising screens have geotagging capability. So we will show ads based on your location. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. so, if a, so if a company told us, you know, we want to show our ads in a two-mile radius from our store, we can do that. I want my uh, ad or video to only show in two mod. Yeah. We can do those sort of things. And of course, since we have the data, we can target just like an Instagram or Facebook and our ads will be what you can say is more engaging. And that's why Facebook and Instagram are work so well is because just that button, sign up, download, it's a call to action. So yeah. our ads would have the same thing with QR codes, you know, uh, sign up here, put your email in, get get this discount. So it's a lot of engagement for the advertiser and their potential customer. That's so interesting. So like if you're driving past like DFS and they're having a sale, like it would like, boom, the sale yeah. will pop up. The sale will pop that's, up. Yeah, that's really interesting. Or, or something to lead them into the store, whether right, it's the right. sale, whether it's a um, scan this code and get 10% off your next purchase, whatever right. the case may be, right? And then and then the company that advertises with us, mm -hmm. they absorb that, but they make their money back, right? right? So even if we charge a premium for them to be on the screen, mm -hmm. they can make that money back easily. Yeah. Right? yeah. With so many people that go through our through our vehicles each and every day, it's 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 mind blowing at times. That, mm -hmm. And our that exposure, exactly. Our, the yeah. scale of our exposure is, you could say, infinite because every time. We have uh, more people who come onto our driver network. There's more screens in the cars. And for an advertiser, instead of, you know, only seeing, having people come to your screen, it's we're actually going to the people, mm -hmm. right? And there's certain things we don't get affected by, like weather, if it's raining outside. If you're in the car, you can still engage with the ad pretty well. Mm -hmm. Right. I imagine, especially when it's raining, you might get more people in the cars, mm -hmm. right? So I said, I don't want to walk, I'll just jump in and stroll mm -hmm. along, or, you know what I mean, get that. And then for tourists as well, so, you know, what we can target is help these companies who target specific markets, mm -hmm. right? And what we're looking to do is, when we open up to our food delivery, we want to have a package to where the restaurants who are on our food delivery platform can have their ads on those screens. Oh, very cool. Mm -hmm. That's really nice. Wow, you guys have a lot of different... Yeah. ways you're going it's not just providing transportation yeah, at all. yeah we're, so we're, it's really cool. we're really trying to become a super app mm -hmm. because once we can we can really uh develop the ecosystem if we develop the ecosystem uh, just by saying because put it this way 10 15 years ago um you probably heard uh your parents or friends who were parents that said hey don't talk to strangers mm -hmm. don't get into a car with a stranger and don't meet anyone off the internet mm -hmm. now with ubers and strolls and yeah. and, and and grab but more specifically us, you meet a stranger yeah. on the internet and you jump in their car. Yeah. Right? So the the whole the whole the whole way of thinking is has changed yeah. from ten, fifteen years ago till today. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's how we're able to exploit the market. Yeah. So with with respect to the way our marketing works is in the beginning we catered mostly to military because they were familiar with the space. Right. Right. Um, and then not necessarily the locals because the locals they were still you know iffy. I mean you had some locals who who came from the the U.S. mainland and and you know they they feel comfortable with jumping in a car with someone, um, but the military one hundred percent. Right. They yeah. they've experienced it while they were out in the mainland where they come from. Right. Um, right. And then once 
that word of mouth and all of that marketing work, tourists come up, and then now to get the locals, our strategy to get the locals uh, more, you know, accustomed to this type of industry is to offer the food delivery. Mm -hmm. Because eventually, if we can start delivering food to them, mm -hmm. uh, you know, at a minimal cost mm -hmm. to them, then they're like, oh, maybe next time I'll take a ride. Mm -hmm. You know, what? It, the, 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 the goal is to get the app on everyone's phone. Right. And then from there, that's when we can really unleash everything. That's super cool. So even like food delivery, you partner with restaurants and that sort of thing mm -hmm. because they might mm -hmm. not want to invest in buying cars and all mm -hmm. that other stuff that goes into it. So you can come in at a very good rate and offset that, but also appease the customers, right? Mm -hmm. Your demographic. Yeah. So which restaurants do you guys currently work with? So, <laughs> well, with, with, so the food delivery we haven't we we're, oh, we're still in yet. the we're okay, still in the pr process of building the you know the app to 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 make that a reality. Like we have delivery right now where we can, you know, transport food, but we do not have the POS inside our app. So in terms of making an order, seeing the menu, we don't have that capability at the moment. Yeah. And so we've realized that, especially in apps, right, it can all, you know, your design can be perfect, everything. It's all down to the user experience, the UX, right? And so we know that the user experience right now is not the best it could be in terms of food delivery, but what we're also starting to venture out into is we can deliver documents, we can deliver nice. mail. And yeah. so as we grow our driver base, in the next few months you'll see ads coming from us that we do these sort of deliveries, but really we're still focused on our, our ride share because that's our, our foundation. It's our bread right. and butter at this point. Right. And I imagine like, I mean, you know, my example before was my friend who has a baby, but I really think like Manumpo, like elderly, right, mm -hmm. um, would also, I mean, this would be great for them, especially like you're saying, like even if it's delivering their medicine or picking up their, mm -hmm. their prescriptions and stuff like that and they don't want to leave the house. Um, have you seen any demographic-like demand in that area? In that? Yep. Yeah? So we're, we're, we, we have a way where we, we know where we want to go and we know the steps there are to take, and but we also know that we don't want to skip a step because we, you could say we see the, the promised land that okay yeah. we know this is what it can be right yeah. and that's what yeah. a lot of, I want to let people know is you can have design you can create the user experience everything but if you cannot facilitate the service it doesn't mean anything right, right. at the end of the day mm -hmm. right so for us it's just bettering facilitating and we know that we can open up and teach to these different demographics a lot easier if we just continue growing the base and that's right. Really what happens is you can say we have a, a driver network, but how I see it is we have a freelance network, mm -hmm. whether that would be driving people around, whether that's delivering food, documents, whether that's picking up prescriptions. So that's where we will be, you could say, an all-in-one logistics app from that's that point cool. of view. I love that. All right, so then so maybe let's just backtrack a little bit. Maybe people who have never used Strollguan before. Mm -hmm. What's the step? Like, I got my phone. Oh, easy. You, go you download app. the app. Mm -hmm. The app is free. Uh, you sign in. You can create an account or you can even sign in through Facebook or go your Google account. Very cool. Then from there, you enter in your credit card or debit card information because mm -hmm. we're cashless so that uh, there's safety for the driver and the rider and the conveniency as well. So it's like an escrow kind of a thing, mm -hmm. right? Where yeah. the money's kind of there for that security mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's just digital payment really that's how everything is going and, and in terms of like for us to scale as well because when people say oh you guys don't take cash 
what I tell people is because I used to drive for Uber mm -hmm. and I've even done grocery delivery with Instacart just to see how all this works and my first thing was as a driver was why wouldn't they take cash and I fully realized when you're dealing with change you have all this money on you where do you deliver the money to right and that comes back to facilitating yeah. people can bring ideas but if we look at it and we see that facilitating becomes a very difficult issue then we won't take that route because if we can't facilitate it, it doesn't mean anything. Right, right. So then they, they can pay, they pay through. And you can just even, so as you have your app, you say, okay, I want to go to the airport. Like I need to get to the airport now. I can see what drivers are in my area. Price and estimate. Then just, and then it tells me how long it's going to take before mm -hmm. they get there, that sort mm -hmm. of thing. Can you pre-order rides? Yes, yeah. you can book in advance. So a lot of our rides that are early morning rides to or from the airport, a lot of people do upcoming bookings. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of the upgrades we are, doing to our app besides the food is in about three months time we'll unleash our our brand new upgrade with in-app messaging uh, our whole map for our drivers will be changed to where they can see where the demand is on on the island mm -hmm. through their map which the map changing colors so it'll be all automated um what, what else is in that upgrade Oh, we have a tip button for There's the a drivers. tip button for yeah. drivers as well. Yeah. So this, we, we, what we do is we look at the data, we get the feedback from drivers, and it's like Joe said, what we do is we just reverse engineer the data we're given. We don't, it's not like we're playing a guessing game, and I think all these businesses and entrepreneurs can take advantage of that. If you, if you want to get data, you can get data. Like, I was just showing him when's the best time to post on Instagram. You know, if that's certain information you can get easily mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah it's really i like that you're using the data that really makes yeah. a lot of sense i think it's 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 actually a pretty a pretty daunting task yeah. collecting data data mining but <laughs> just because there's so much out there yeah. what how do you choose which one to choose but if you know exactly what you're looking mm -hmm. for then you know what data points you need to go to and then we can reverse engineer it and get to like the bottom line like you know um like we notice um uh we used to get a $4 fare corrections, right? And like, so the app will manually charge $4 as a fail safe if there's a drop in connection. Mm -hmm. And we started noticing that and then we found out, okay, so if we're stuck in 4G and then it goes to 3G, it might hinder the sequences of the app, which is, oh, is but it's something that we, we were aware of. Mm -hmm. So we can educate everyone until we can get like more reliable service, whatever the case may be, island-wide, mm -hmm. like not just in the populated areas, even the dead zones, like, uh, back road or, or right. way down south or way up north you know if we can if we can educate everyone to say hey this is you know if, if we can if we if you know that if this is an issue mm -hmm. then educate the customers and then right. that way there's more satisfaction from them oh I understand right because right? again we're not perfect and 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 I don't know Guam is not perfect but it's just a matter about well, getting no business is perfect yeah, and it's a matter about <laughs> just getting there and, and, and staying there because business is an infinite game mm -hmm. it's not it's not finite like the game of baseball or right. the game of football right where there has there's set rules and set time limits and yeah. you know the person who gets to the end of, uh, has the most points at the end of the day wins right mm -hmm. it's not it's not a finite game no. we're constantly uh, progressing and progressing right. and then it's not about racing to the top but being able to stay mm -hmm. at the top right. in whatever industry you're in absolutely so how about how many drivers do you guys have right now so we have uh, we have forty three the last I checked nice. forty three drivers and then anywhere active between 
uh, 25 to 35 drivers in a week nice. active. Wow. The goal is to get to 50 active drivers in a week. So 50 people constantly rotating around the app all week, mm -hmm. uh, which would require anywhere between like 70 to 80 drivers on our network. Very, very cool. Yeah, but the goal is to get to 50 by June, 50 active. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully, I mean, sounds a bit far, but a hundred active drivers on the network at one time yeah. uh, by next June. Absolutely, especially with your new services. I mm -hmm. mean, I think that's totally, totally doable. Mm -hmm. So um, I know we're coming to our close here for the podcast, and then we're going to be opening up the Dean's uh, Speaker Series, where you guys are also going to be presenting here mm -hmm. at the university. But did you guys want to give any last last tips for our listeners on YouTube or on our podcast on iTunes? Sure. Um, I would say if you're an entrepreneur, a lot of people ask me, like, what, is, what are the main things you deal with or what is the best piece of advice? And I'd always say is that it's, it's a constant battle and there's a lot of ups and downs and you just have to keep going. But also going back to what I was saying about data is respecting the data, knowing that if your data is showing you something and you have to make a change, even if it's a dramatic change, you have to do that. It's all about adapting, right? I think what happens is some people want it to be so curated to what they envision, but at the same time, you're trying to satisfy the market, right. right? And if the market is saying, this is what they want, you have to give the market what they want. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love it. Up and down. Listen to the market. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's just about knowing who you are, really, yeah. and, um, and knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are, right? Mm -hmm. Because in order to build a sound business, you need to have strengths in multiple places. And if you you accept the fact that you're not necessarily strong in a certain aspect of the business, mm -hmm. then find someone who is. Right? Right. It's kind of like how Amit reached out to me and we, you know, yeah. uh, and, and I helped fill that void, you know. And there's things that I'm not strong at that Amit is is way better at me at. Right. right and and that's it's it's that cohesion and that synergy that we have going forward that helps us make educated decisions and and makes us keep continuing to grow each and every day so it's about knowing who you are and, and accepting what you're good at and what you're not good at well the the future definitely looks bright for stroll guam i'm really excited i, I hope we can have you back here next year and yeah. be like, oh, definitely. Hey, let's see update. Yeah, yeah you're <laughs> your drivers now. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I just want to thank you both so much for coming on. Really, thank you for having us. Yeah, so I'm really excited to see you guys at the speaker series. And we can even record that too so our, our watchers can watch that um, offline or online. Um, but yeah, thank you so much again and I look forward to seeing you guys. Thank, thank you. you. Pleasure to be here. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We want to thank our sponsors, the University of Guam, the School of Business and Public Administration, and the Bank of Hawaii Center for Entrepreneurship and Innovation. If you would like to be a guest on the Get Busy podcast, please email us at uogc4ei at gmail.com. To follow our journey and get behind the scenes insights and updates, please visit us on Facebook at uogc4ei and on Instagram at UOGBOH. Please subscribe to us on iTunes and get new episodes delivered to your app. Thank you again for listening. Now go get busy.